Hi everyone, welcome to uh, Conversations in Music, Darren and David. Welcome you, Darren. Welcome, David. A um, bit of unique for us. Um, yeah. We started this in lockdown, and when we started, we weren't allowed to be together, but today, socially distancing by a meterish. Finished uh, the season just out of lockdown. Indeed, yeah. yeah. So, season closer today, and what we thought we'd do is to bring back our friend Mark Hollywood who we set out to try and come up with a hundred albums. I think in my head I was maybe thinking we'd do a hundred episodes, but uh, <laughs> uh, what we've decided is on episode 10 that we'll, um, we'll, we'll draw a line under it that we'll actually come up with that those hundred albums. And Mark's done a lot of good work himself. So good ta- chance to welcome Mark. Hi there, Mark. Hi, Mark. Good afternoon, gents. Good afternoon. afternoon. How are you? Yeah, good, thank good you. To- you. Yeah. Feel very well, thanks. Yeah, good to see you both in the same room. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. weird. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be that weird. <laughs> it's been four months. That has been. Well, it four depends months. what it depends what you're doing. You can't. You can yeah. only see so far. Um, and we thought we'd also invite uh, Alan Jones, who was on show number five, I think. Ish. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, hi there, Alan. Yeah. Thanks for thanks very much for having me back. I really enjoyed it last time and. Uh, as ever, good to speak to you boys, and also uh, my old friend Mark. Um, You're more than welcome. And uh, I'm getting teary now. <laughs> and I thought I'd invite Alan because he he sort of broadens our horizon of music. Yeah. So I had some questions around some of the albums or in some suggestions. Um, Alan's on hand to to provide his input on those. Um, so bit bit of background then. So we set out uh, beginning of the series to come up with. Um, 100 albums in due course for Alan, uh, for, sorry, for Mark. And the idea was that we get each guest to recommend one. As a result of that, we've actually got nine recommendations from yeah. the first nine episodes, which is great. And today, in fact, what we're going to do now is to go through sort of an expanded list, which uh, I got some good inputs from Twitter, from Mark himself, from Facebook. Um, so Mark has curated effectively his list. So we're going to go through now sort of the, the list now, which goes up to 95. And then at the back end, we're going to come up between Darren and myself to add in another five. So um, what I'm going to do, uh, I will share the list on our Facebook page, or if anyone wants to message me, I can always send through the, uh, the Excel spreadsheet with the information on there, is we're going to be looking at a screen which has got the, the, the first 90, 95 albums. And we'll walk through those, maybe quicker through some than through others. Um, so I'm going to yeah. share the screen. Mark's making our job nice and easy today because we can let him do a lot of talking today, I think. Oh, oh dear. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, never any pressure. Well, <laughs> the challenges can we keep this under two hours? I yeah. To, I have to pretend I know what I'm talking about. Uh, you just have to say if you like them or not. That'll yeah, we've done the same for nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff. So uh, we'll, we'll start with the list. So um, everyone on on the, the podcast here, they can see the list that we have in front of us. So the first one we got is Abba the Visitors, which was recommended by Stanny. Yeah, Stanny Van Wymish. 
So okay. good. So there good. You go. Yeah, yeah. And if he was here, we could ask him what he thinks about the five new ABBA songs that are being released. Just announced this week. Yeah. Not heard them yet. But... Really? I didn't hear that. No. Yeah. Neither did I until about that. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Got to keep up with it. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I'll ask him that question on our Facebook page. Mm. Um, so then, Mark, probably best you, you talk us through these and walk through these. And if you add any comments as you go through them, then then so be it. Or we'll chip in. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No problem at all. So the f- first one up is that ACDC. It is. Yeah. Make that a bit bigger for you. Yeah. So, it, yeah, SEDC, um, I chose this album. Uh, a bit strange, actually. Um, you know, like I said in the first episode, I, I was a, a big Queen, massive, still a massive Queen fan uh, in the U2 REM. And ACDC was born out of uh, my relationship with my brother. Um, he was into thrash metal and heavy metal. Uh, and I guess you would categorize ACDC as hard rock. Uh, and this, this album just absolutely blew me away. I think it came out in 79, 79, 80. Um, and I mean, the opener, Hell's Bells, well, it just it introduced the entire album to what it is. Yeah. And everything else is about sex, really. It's, you know, <laughs> you shook me all, all night long. Uh, give, giving the dog a bone, I think, is a track on it. And let me put my love into you. Don't I really don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> but but I, I would often, when mum and dad were in, I, I would play it quite quietly um, and, then, and then rip it up to. Uh, spinal Tap number 11 when they were out of the house, you know? <laughs> I love it. It's a, a great album. Just, I, I think it's an absolute belter. Uh, for me, it's my favourite out of all of them. Out, uh, out of all the ACDC albums. I was going to say, not out of all the 100. No, no, no. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that. That is a good album. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, I, that, that's in my collection. I, I've got one of these sort of slightly distant relationships with ACDC but whenever you hear them you suddenly think yeah I need to be listening yeah. to some more yeah. yeah and do you remember like trying to do the duck walk uh, at oh. school maybe... <laughs> <laughs> trying to do the duck walk with your uh, tennis racket um, yeah that was that was a party trick <laughs> absolutely that'd be good okay so then then move. let's move on to air yeah, Moon Safari. So I, th- I think this came out in, when I was at uni, so it would have been mid-90s. I think it was 97. Um, and I, I just, I loved it. The, the song Sexy Boy, uh, there's something yeah. quite alluring about it. Uh, and when you sing it, I thought they were saying Sexy Body. So for, for ages, I was going around singing Sexy Body. <laughs> and then I bought the album and realised that uh, it wasn't that at all. I just think from start to finish, it's a it's a... It's a real chill out, electro, very, you know, um, tempoed album, start to finish. If you want to unwind, I, I, I listen to, well, I listen to a bit of classical or jazz. But this album on in the background is just, um, it takes you to a different place. Hard to describe. Alan, these yeah, are one of the bands you like. Great album, fantastic album. Um, I remember buying this, just hearing it in the shop. Um, yeah. and um, just said what's this please playing and they said and I just bought it there and that was it never heard of it before yeah uh, yeah I haven't looked back in fact I've got um, an air oh, t-shirt yeah. on as we speak yeah oh. is that 10,000 yeah. 10, megahertz yeah. is it yeah 10,000 megahertz yeah nice nice uh, yeah so, so this when I saw them at um, the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, yeah. 
Fantastic. And Excellent. This, and this will tie in later on with, with the Serge Gainsbourg album as they were influenced yeah. by him. Yeah, I'm still still looking out for that. I still haven't got a right price for the colour I want. So yeah. Excellent. <laughs> it feels like you know, it feels like we're smashy and nicey, and in the middle it's Waldorf and Stadler. <laughs> on, my screen, on my screen I've got a different take to you but there you go <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of work to change eh? don't like to be added <laughs> brilliant so, sorry I forget who you are who did you cast yourself as oh well I'm either smashy or nicey okay <laughs> go for a smashy I'll um, choose uh, I'll be dicey I think <laughs> <laughs> that was the Alan Freeman character, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was indeed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was indeed. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mark, then uh, next one you got on the list. Alison Krauss and Union Station. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this album. I have to say in the top 100, I, I have this in my top 10. Uh, I just think Alison Krauss has, has uh, the voice of an angel and, and just this kind of it's almost like a bluegrass um, country, but there's there's a little bit of um, I don't know. It's it's breaching on pop pop culture yeah. as well. And Paper Airplane for me is just a beautiful album from start to finish. Uh, you know, I defy anyone to um, not not to you know gaze out the window or into the distance when they're listening to Sinking Stone. You know, it's all about a, a relationship that's just you know spiraling out of control and. Uh, miles to go. My opening for a while is just a, a, a gorgeous closure to a wonderful album, and uh, lie awake. And then you've got Dust Bowl Children, obviously about the um, uh, you know the Dust Bowl in the thirties when um, America went through the Great Depression, and it's just it's a very rounded album. And um, her collaboration with Union Station is it's, it's something that I'd love to see live if we ever get back to live uh, gigs. Uh, yeah, just. Uh, I, I love all her albums, all her stuff. There's another one on this list actually, with Robert Plant. But yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this is a, a, a favourite of mine. Fantastic, nice. It's not one I've heard. I really need to have a listen to that. Yeah, yeah please I, do. I have it here actually. Here it is yeah. in front of me. Oh, look at no, that. Here it is. Nothing. Okay. Nothing like yeah. Yeah. What's her there? Like, there's like four lads in her. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's a bit of totty. <laughs> yeah, I remember one of her albums a few years ago. She was dressed up. Um, uh, it was quite a nice sleeve. I think my brother-in-law bought it. Um, yeah. I remember that one a few years ago. Is it something like something Paper Doll or something like that? Yeah. Was it Paper Doll? That sounds familiar. Yeah. It's Paper Doll. Paper Doll sounds like um, Kit Bush. No, that was a very fetching sleeve. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure the music is just as good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that brings us on, I guess, to Jagged Little Pearl, which is um, yeah. an album of my youth, certainly. Tell us about yeah. that one, Mark. Well, I, I love anything Canadian, um, and uh, I'll keep it on the QT. But I do, I do love Brian Adams. Um, <laughs> he was the first gig, from first Reddit. ever gig. From, yeah, he's uh, he was the first. Um, gig I ever went to in a place called Dundonald outside Belfast yeah. and uh, yeah but Alanis Morissette she's another great Canadian and, and this this album just is just 
raw. It's absolutely raw. Yeah. Um, she's obviously just um, had a really tough time in life and um, just, I think, beautifully um, hones it to this into this album. And it's another one of those university albums, you know, I'd, I'd listen to it on my, on my bashed up CD player. Uh, you ought to know it starts off with that. Yeah. And, um, what can you say? It's just... I don't think there's, I don't think there's a bad track on the album, is there? I think every track is yeah. absolute quality. Yeah, yeah. Even even down there's a hidden track, wasn't there, at the end of the album as well, and that's a superb track as well. Yeah, and it, she she just came in with a roar, and yeah. out, with, out, out like a whisper. Just mm. all of a sudden she was there in in the mid nineties, and uh, you know she'd be on um, performing on. on our live gigs and then just after about 96 97 i didn't hear anything of her yeah no i bought the follow-up album i think was it post post infatuation junkie or something like that and i yeah. tried so hard to get into that album and it, i can't like i could with jagged little pearl i find yeah. it really hard to get into anything else she's done but fair play to her it's a cracking album what year did it come out i think it was 95 yeah I think um, I remember my daughter, sort of, she would have been about seven at the time. I suppose she would have been in, starting to get into things like that, watching stuff on MTV and that. Um, yeah, I, I liked it, but I don't think I've ever bought any of her records. Right. Yeah, give that one a listen to. Yeah. Yeah, okay. brilliant, brilliant album. I, I feel not long ago been released on some kind of coloured vinyl. Yeah. Not long ago. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever you do, don't give it to a woman who's very pissed off with you at the time. <laughs> she might just kill you. Yeah. <laughs> she obviously didn't manage then. Yeah, she might get. She might get ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. And then Amy. Amy, yes. Back. Back to black. I. I, I have to have it in there. Um, yeah. Like so many greats, uh, she's you know taken before her time. Uh, you know, Mark. I think Mark Ronson produced the album. He did, yeah. Mm. And um, rehab, just uh, <laughs> I could say that through lockdown I can relate to this song. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, start to finish, and she's just got, she had such a voice as well. Um, but what a what a what a troubled life, and I think it was just error that, that took her life in in, in the end. It was nine years yesterday. Was it really? Oh. Goodness. That's really strange. I put the album on yesterday and I wasn't aware of that either. But well, yeah. It's yeah. just one of those albums I pull out every so often and it just goes on. And, yeah. and her legacy is going to be the fact that so many of her songs are standards. You know, so many yeah. people cover them. Yeah. 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 Like, like Valerie isn't on this album. I don't think it is. But, uh, you know, she, she does um, Tears Dry on Their Own. Uh, it's, it's just a, a great song. Yeah, and and she does it. I don't know what it is. She sings it, and it's not until you actually listen to properly listen to the lyrics, you realise this this is a this is yeah. painful. It's, yeah. it's painful. Yeah, but beautifully um, portrayed. Yeah, I'm so I've got it. I have no doubt. Yeah, uh-huh. it's one of those that are in, in nestling in the hundred albums bought never opened. <laughs> get it, get get it on, Nicey. Get it on. Yeah, I'll get it on. Yeah, well worth a spin. I think it was that I've got HMV special edition white vinyl, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. And then so um 
Miss Annie Lennox. Yeah, I, I just realised I've got so many uh, solo female artists, and I'll tell you something for nothing. Um, when I when I started out collecting CDs and tapes, I, I never had a single female solo artist ever what? until um, until I bought Tapestry by Carol King, and um, yeah, for me Annie Annie Lennox is um, she's one of the greats to come out of Scotland. She's the Aberdeen, I think. And um, the, this album, particularly, it starts off with "Why," which is it's quite melancholic. And then you've got this more oh, yeah. upbeat "Walking on Broken Glass," so mm. it completely changes tempo. Uh, but it's it's almost like it's um, it's a joyful melody, yeah. but the, the the lyrics are quite stark as well. And then, yeah, and, I love yous on that one. No more. I love it. No, that's not. That's not in that album. Uh, tell you what's on this one. Little bird is on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And precious, okay. and cold. I think she had about six hits off this. Wow. Yeah, it's the CD. Yeah, it was a debut album. It's very soulful. Um, so she went from like Eurythmics, which is like electro pop yeah. in a way, to Medusa her first album. Uh, I don't know, nicely. I, I thought this would would have been hers. This was about ninety one, ninety two. William Medusa was the first album. I could be wrong. Check Ma- it out, man. Check Ma- it out. Medusa ninety five. Ah, right. Devo was ninety two. Oh, right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, oh, it's not the off. It's not off. Oh, the over and Alan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He's not had that in a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'd win. I'll let you down there. Yeah. So the next one is uh, Beach Boys, Pet Sounds. Classic. Yeah. So, yeah, absolute classic. I I, I found this a slow burner with me. Apart from um, when I was writing up all the albums, I got to this one. And um, I first heard this in my Uncle Paul's house, my Uncle Paul Kennedy, um, my mum's brother. And uh, he had a fantastic uh, sound, you know, hi-fi system. I mean, state of the art. It would have been over a grand back in the late seventies, early eighties, and um, he had Beach Boys' Pet Sounds, and I, I loved <laughs> Sleep John B. Yeah. And uh, I, but the rest of the album, I just didn't get um, right. until I was older, and and then all of a sudden, I, I thought, actually, this is this is pretty pretty smart stuff. <laughs> you know, just the sound, the heart, the harmonies. Uh, wouldn't it be nice? And arguably, Paul McCartney said the greatest ever love song uh, written was um, on this album. And uh, that was uh, God Only Knows. Ah, what a song, yeah. Yeah. McCartney maintains that's the best love song ever written, and that's high praise indeed. Definitely. I remember a cover of that, actually, by Diesel Park West. Do you remember that? And it was actually, it was a brilliant cover version of that song. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to that one. Listen to their cover of that. I really rated it. All right. Mm. That was excellent. And that was a good segue then to mention Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Uh We're on to Let It Be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we we could could argue and debate till the cows come home which is the best Beatles album. Yeah. Wow. I I just think, you know, I've put Let It Be naked. And the reason why I put it naked is it, it absolutely strips away the spectre wall of sound, you know, all of that 
uh, bombacity and it strips right down to the acoustic and the drum and the and the vocals. And uh, a favourite song of mine, well, actually, my favourite Beatles song is a song called Across the Universe. And uh, it's off this album. But I, I love it start to finish. It's just, a, a, you know, it's the, the, the kind of the zenith, the, the, end, the end of the Beatles. Uh, it was like a fond farewell. But one of, their, one of their best albums. You know, Dig a, Dig a Pony. Great song. Fantastic. And then you've got, yeah, Get Back is on that as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, some great, yeah, yeah so I, I would have that in the top 100. And the next one, Abbey Road would pip Let It Be to the Post. I, I just love it start to finish. Yeah. Maxwell's Silver Hammer. And, it, oh. you know, it just one song segues into the other. And yeah, here comes like, the song. Um, like comes Dave said at the beginning, you know, you, you could pick any Beatles album. Yeah. Uh, Sgt. Pepper would be for me, I think, just because of the uh, the production on that and... Um, just, yeah. just for the pure joy of listening to the, you know, the stereo um, um, production and sound on that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially when you listen, when you listen to it on the headphones, oh, you've got day in the life, yeah. and it just yeah. flits from the left to the right to the <laughs> left. Yeah, nice. It's like driving through your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Abbey Abbey Road is just iconic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go down there. Is it by St John's Wood in London? Is that where it is? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah we've not done that. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you've got to get that picture on the crossing, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, just need to find, I just need to find a, a white VW Beetle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well done on the left-hand yeah. side. Yeah, that's a good pub question, isn't it? Yeah. How many Beatles yeah. are on the album cover? Oh, five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. five, yeah. That's <laughs> Excellent. One of my daughters has worked there. She, she was there for a two-day American conference. Uh, and this company had, had hired Abbey Road, and I think they were in Studio Number Two. Is that the the one where they, the Beatles mm. used to use? And I don't think many people really understood what, why they were there and the significance of it. But and they had a two day conference in in this uh, in Abbey uh, Abbey Road Studios, um, and Paige had a friend taking photos of her just outside, and then they had I think some Japanese. Um, tourists were stopping to take photographs of Paige because they thought that she was the famous person coming up. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Class. Class. So, yeah, next one, uh, Ben Folds songs for Silverman. So uh, everybody remembers the Ben Folds Five. Mm. And, oh, yeah. yeah, so Ben Folds went solo and I saw him for the first time way back when uh, at the Carling Academy. I think it's now the O2 Academy in Glasgow. And uh, yeah, it was a very small, hot and sweaty venue with a bar up at the back. And uh, I was dragged along by like a, a mate, a mate of mine who who was in. He said, "Oh, you got to listen if you like Billy Joel, you like Ben Folds." And reluctantly, I went along, but I loved the sound. And I bought this album, "Song for Silverman." It's got it's got some great tracks on it. Uh, Jesus Land. Uh, the opener is 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 pretty hard hitting. It's called "Bastard." It's about his dad. Mm-hmm. And. Wow. Um, it, yeah, it just it knocks your socks off. Uh, just about his, his father passing away, and um, uh, the I think the opening line is the old bastard left his ties and shoes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like okay, where's this album going? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got some wonderful songs in there called um, like Ooh. Jesus Land and Landed. You'll have heard mm-hmm. Landed if you if if you play it. But um, oh, there's Mason's got it up there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, great album. What do you th- What do you think of an album? 
Well, it's a long time since I've played it, to be honest. Um, I think I must have been into them because I definitely, you know, bought the, I think there was a couple of Ben Folds 5 albums before this. Um, I've got a feeling I bought this in America. Yeah. Um, those times when I went over because it's, um, it's a CD on one side and a DVD on the other. Right. Um, and I think it's yeah. probably one of maybe 30 or 40 I bought um, on the trip and maybe came back and haven't really given it justice yet. But uh, yeah. And now's your chance. So I definitely rem remembered having it. Yeah. Brilliant. That's that's good. A good memory for you as well. So it, it's it's great, yeah. isn't it, to go along to a gig and not really expect too much and come away then with a, a love for the artist. Mm. Yeah. 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 Very very true. So yeah, that was that's that that crept into the top one hundred. Um, the next one, Bob Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks. Right. Um, Dave, uh, can, I, can I just roll you back a bit, Billy Joel? Sure. Oh, oh God, I could have missed him. Yeah, I'm guy sorry. I saw at Wembley Stadium last year. Yeah, so I mean, he's just he's <laughs> yeah. just amazing. Nylon Curtain uh, was, I think it was 1981. Yeah, Glass Houses came out in 80. Uh, Nylon Curtain was 81, 82, and then he had an Innocent Man in 83. But this was this, he called it the concept album. And th there were songs there about, uh, you know, Good Night Saigon, all about the Vietnam War oh, and the, the aftermath yeah. of that. Then there's Allentown, um, you know, the demise of the, the steel industry in the mm. States. Yeah, I love that. Uh, great, great song, uh, Pressure. And then you've, you've got on the on the B side, you've got A Room of Our Own. And you can tell that he's gone through a really tough time in his relationship. Um, you know, um, one of the lines is, um, you've got diamonds, I've got, well, you've got diamonds, I've got spades. Um, mm. You've got pills and I've got razor blades. It's just, wow. uh, yeah. And then there's another song called Laura, and uh, it's all about a girl who she's totally messed up in the head, but he's he's completely smitten with her. And anytime she picks up the phone to say come around for a bit of a good time, he's there for her, you know. <laughs> so you, you go from all these very politically charged songs to um, this is what happens in life. You know, these are my relationships. This is this is another girl who's kind of screwing with my head, and um, it, there's a real heavy Beatles influence in it as well, just with the the melodies, and um, that's why this album for me, out of all the Billy Joel albums, um, makes it in there, um, because it's so different, you know. Mm. I think for me anyway, he's only he's only written I think one below par album up to about '89, and that was um, the Bridge. I think it came out in '86, but apart from that, every every single album up to up to '89, I, I emphasize was was a great one. Yeah, yeah. nice. Fifty seconds, pretty fantastic. Excellent, yeah. Zanzibar. Yeah. yeah, I was. Um, I guess my introduction to Billy Joel was um, an innocent man, and I still find that yeah. album fantastic, even though. Do you know he wrote that in? I do believe he wrote that in seven weeks. Wow. Yeah, so Christy Brinkley came along. Yeah, and uh, he, he he fell head, head over heels for her. But that entire album is basically a dedication to her. Yeah, and and because of his classical, because he he played a lot mm. of classical music, um, this night, um, it's it's not from Moonlight Sonata, but it's um one of Beethoven's pieces. 
So the music to this night is actually Beethoven, but he puts the words to it. Wow, I never realised that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Every day is a school day. Isn't it just? It is when it's music. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you've got songs in the attic on there as well? Yeah, yeah. I just love this album. Um, You know, we we had a top 100 live albums uh, you can be put together. Yeah. And you've got great albums in there like Live and Dangerous with and Lizzie, which is which is made the list, and uh, you know Queen Live at Wembley. But this for me, even though I'm a Queen fanatic, songs in the attic is, is just um, it's another belter mm. from start to finish. It opens up with Miami 2017. Right. Um, you've got a guy called Liberty DeVito on the drums, and he was his drummer right up to the early 90s, and he's he's absolutely breaking the skin off the drums. And yeah, and then you kind of sink down to Summer Highland Falls, and you've got to give that a listen to. That's if I had a favorite Billy Joel song that wasn't a chart, you know, a, a top forty, um, uh, you know, uh, tune. It would be Summer Highland Falls. Yeah. It's um, yeah. fantastically written. It's and then, brilliant, absolutely brilliant album, brilliant. Isn't album. it? Isn't yes. it? It's just For a live album. It's, yeah, I yeah. often play that. Often yeah. Play it. Yeah. In fact, after this, I'll probably stick it on. I'd love to get it on vinyl. That's that's something that I'm aiming for to get it on vinyl. Yeah. yeah now's the time. Did up for about three quid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can sell me one of your. Sell me one of yours. Oh. I've already got one. Oh, you've already got one. All right. I'll let, I'll let take it off. <laughs> and then we're you on to be a big belly cheapish. In fact. Um, just another aside, uh, we, me and Mark actually went to see Billy Joel together. Didn't yeah, we, in, uh, we did indeed. In Birmingham. That's ah. right. Yeah, we, we met up in Birmingham. And, yeah. yeah. Great night. Great night. It was, it was, it was such a, a pleasure bumping into you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I'd actually had a ticket to go see him uh, this year in Birmingham as well. And I was kind of half expecting to bump into you again. Uh-huh. But of course, it's been, it's been, oh no, that was Queen. Sorry, it was Queen uh, for this year. <laughs> they, they were playing yeah. with um, oh, I see. Adam Lambert. Ah, right. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the next, the next one is Bjork. Yeah, an album of so, my formative years that I still yeah. love to this day as well. Yeah, and I tell you what, a bit like the Smiths. When yeah. I first listened to her, I thought, "Oh no, I can't be doing with this," <laughs> and then. I, I saw the video of human behaviour, and it's it's basically a teddy bear with teeth <laughs> yeah. chasing after her in a forest, and it's like this um, Icelandic girl's nightmare, and it reminds me of something. It reminds me of something like a film or something. But um, when you get when you really get into the album, human behaviour has got a cracking line in it. If you ever get close to a human and human behaviour, be ready to get confused. Yeah. And um, right. it's in this ditty of a song, but uh, on that album is uh, Venus is a boy violently happy. Yeah, for her first album, it's it's incredibly mature. Yeah, and a more, one of her more accessible ones as well. Yeah, yeah. After that, it gets a bit. It gets too weird for me. Yeah, I still. Yeah, you're right. It's never been quite the same. I still quite like it, but it's not the same. There's something lacking, I think. No, yeah. That, that's a good one. I love that one. And there are others that are worth exploring. I think it's like a lot of them. You need to give them uh, several plays. Yeah. 
Post was Post the follow up album. Post was a very good album as well. Post, yeah, uh, yeah. But then it went a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, tell us about Black Black Crows. How did you get into them? Yeah, great question. Uh, I've no idea. <laughs> I just oh, I chanced I, upon them. I think I think it was a mate of mine. Uh, so this would have been early nineties, before. Um, well, actually, just after my A levels, and a mate of mine gave me a land of this tape of of, of the Black Crows, and um, yeah, I just um, loved it. It's 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 almost it's like southern. It's it's hard to describe. It's rock. Yeah. But there's a real southern gospel element to it. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty, pretty reasonable. Just the title of this album, Southern, Southern Harmony, A Musical Companion. Yeah, so like you've got Sting Me and um, Remedy. They were two of the hits. And uh, Hotel Illness and um, Bad Luck, Blue, Blue Eyes Goodbye. So it, it goes up and down, up and down. But uh, the bass and the guitar on it are, are pretty raw as well. I, I just I like it as as something different. It's it's not like any other album I have in my collection. So that's good. And then uh, Blue Nile. Yeah, Blue Nile is for me. It's this. I went to Dundee University, and uh, this is it, it, when I think of Dundee and I think of some of the great bands like the Average White Band. I think they were from Dundee. Uh, Blue Nile, they're, well, they're Glaswegian, but uh, a mate of mine who, who I lived with for for a few years up there, he's, he's over in Canada now, but uh, he introduced me to Blue Nile, and um, it was a toss-up between uh, a walk across the rooftops or, or hats, and hats yeah. was probably their, their their best. I mean, you had the downtown lights and headlights on the parade. Yeah, I thought it was a great album, different for its time. Love it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, one of my favourite bands. Um, I yeah. remember buying uh, "Walk Across the Rooftop" yeah. um, from Virgin, Tottenham Court Road, um, and um, yeah, I've, I've loved them ever since. Got everything they've got, um, including bootleg live album. Uh, very, which is uh, very, very rare because they didn't play live that often. Um, but yeah, fantastic band, fantastic. Um, yeah, sound quality on the recordings. Uh, yeah, just love them. Yeah. And they spent an absolute age writing this album as well. I did a wee bit of reading up on it. Uh, the first album came out in, in, in a matter of months, uh, but this one was painstaking. I think they, they ended up writing some of it in East Lothian, not far from here, uh-huh. near um, where Chopper, Dave Chappell okay. lives, near Long Nutri. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they ended up kind of been forced into a room in Gullen <laughs> and uh and and been told you know write write the damn album um yes so well worth it yeah i think they well they've only actually released four albums right yep. okay um uh, over a period of um well when was the first album 84 to about 30 odd years aren't we now 35 years yeah but yeah they were synonymous for um you know Coming out with an album every uh, seven or eight, seven or eight years, something like that. Brilliant. But yeah, fantastic band. Have you have you got them, uh, Dave and 
Yeah, yeah, I've 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 got them. Um, a friend of mine, Colin, introduced me to them uh, a long time ago, and I mean it's fairly sparse, sort of minimalistic pop. Um, yeah. But there's a beauty about it every time. Yeah. Just listening to them. Some of the tracks can make you cry. It's one I'll be lending to you. Yeah, I um, know. I need to hear this. Yeah, it's not one I'm aware of, really. So yeah. something uh, new for me. And yeah. Miss Law would not be happy. Mm. Uh, very yeah. well, very often used for uh, in hi-fi shops to to demonstrate. You know, back in going back in when CDs first came out, very often used to demonstrate. Um, yeah. yeah. CD. Brilliant. Fantastic. Excellent. And then um, moving down from Scotland into England. Yeah. Yeah. Onto a real yeah, love part- of mine. Yeah, part part life. Well, what can you say? It speaks for itself. Um, you know, it's the battle of the bands, uh, Oasis and Blur, and I always landed on the side of Blur. I thought they were uh, just a, a more talented bunch of guys. Yeah. Uh, and, and Park Life absolutely epitomised that. Um, then Auburn spun off to, to you know form that <coughs> band with no face, uh, Gorillas. Yeah, yeah. Just an incredibly talented guy. I hear he's a bit <coughs> difficult. I think that, I think Adele did some work with him, but she was sorely disappointed. Um, oh, really? She had him oh. on a pedestal, yeah, and she tried to do some work with him and said it was just an absolute nightmare. <coughs> but Park Park Life's a great album. Just the cover of it, you know, with the Greyhounds. And Alan Alan's got a copy Alan's there showing us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that a re-release, Alan? Yeah, it is. It's um, um, came out a few years ago on yellow vinyl. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I saw this one, and even though it's it's an album, Park Life is an album that me and my friends grew up with, and we were singing all the songs, and I still think for me, I just leisure, leisure, and modern life is rubbish. I think are technically better albums, but it's that nostalgia of Park Life that really, really just gets me every time. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I just like Tracy Jackson as that comes on. Yeah. (coughs) It's always um, civil service. Is it end of a century that always gets me as well? Where it starts, she says, "There's ants in the carpet." (laughs) Every time. (laughs) What a brilliant (laughs) opening line to a song. Brilliant. Yeah. Of course, girls and boys, you say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, that's my problem with Blair. That song is my problem with Blair. That's the only Blair song that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the callback. I don't know I why, but girls and boys just doesn't, it didn't do it for me. It was so, for me, it was not Blair. It was, I don't know. I've never been able to put my finger on exactly why, but. I mean, it probably, probably more, sounds more like Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, yeah, a little bit heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I don't want to flip flop back and back and forward, but there was something I saw about Blood in the Tracks. Do you know? Did you know that that was Bob Dylan's fifteenth studio album? Wow, Uh, and that's that's next on the list anyway. So we're moving on to that one now. Yeah, what was it? What was it? Yeah, yeah. It's a good segue, Mark. Segue. Orchestrate your own segue. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, Blood in the Tracks, uh, great, great, uh, absolutely fantastic album. Uh, I just, you know, tangled up in blue. And uh, if you see her, say hello. 
and, and that kind of at the time I, I found this album Blood in the Tracks um, in my mum and dad's collection oh. I don't know how it got in there because my mum and dad weren't really big into them um, I suspect it could have been a friend of theirs who left it one night you know on a New Year's Eve party <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. didn't come back for it uh, and I just I loved it um, and just like Van Morris and I put Bob Dylan on and my dad would say what is that shite <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he, 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 he knew it was Bob Dylan. But a wee story actually about Van Morrison and Bob Dylan. I saw them both live at the same gig in the SEC in Glasgow wow. many moons ago, being be in the late 90s. And um, Morrison, Van Morrison, you know, did what he usually does, um, humped and bumped uh, with his back to the audience. And Bob Dylan blew me away live. He was excellent. And Bob Dylan... He reminds me of um, my, my old physics teacher, Miss Emerson, who I had a bit of a crush on. I was 18. <laughs> she was 26. <laughs> Brilliant. And she used to give me a lift home. Yeah, she used to give me a lift home to, uh, from school in her little red mini metro. And uh, yeah, I, I was, it was it was absolute teenage crush. But she had loads of Bob Dylan. You know, the cassettes were piled up on the, on the dashboard. And um, yeah, I used to listen to that. But um, yeah. The, the the song about if you hear you know say hello um it, it strikes a chord i think with all of us you know that yeah. the one that got away you know yeah yeah i don't think teachers can give kids lifts home anymore can they no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> kids give teachers lift home yeah. yeah 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 lovely person i, I failed my physics First time round. Oh no! I think it was too. I, I think it was too busy golfing at her. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I managed to get it second time round. <laughs> Brilliant! I just, I just thought I have to get an uglier teacher, so uh, <laughs> I did. Did anyone see the TV series Urban Myths? Where it no, showed, I've heard about the, it showed the story when um, Bob Dylan came mm-hmm. was in London and he wanted to meet Dave Stewart, his mate Dave Stewart. So he jumps in a taxi and says he wants to go to Crouch End. Um, I want to see Dave Stewart. And he ends up around this guy's house, but it's Dave the plumber, not Dave the singer. <laughs> and, uh, and it so happens this guy's actually got a Dylan record in there. And he, he can't put... But it's, it's, to begin, the husband isn't there. The wife lets him in. And, and he's just waiting there. And it's all very chintzy and, and all very suburban. And you've got Dylan there just trying to make idle conversation. Oh, wonderful story. Sure, I must have watched. That, was that the same series where they were going behind the scenes at Live Aid? Yes, there was a Live Aid one as well. Yeah, there yeah. was one, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. That's, I saw that one. Yeah. 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 Um, that's good. <laughs> Okay, so let's look. We're we're on the American continent now. So uh, Bon Jovi's next on the list. Yeah, how could you not have this one? How could, you know, slippery when wet. I I just love it. Um, and I actually I went to a Hog Bay gig before the the whole lockdown thing, and it was um it was a massive karaoke sing along. So basically, a crowd of about five hundred of us, and it was a, a live band playing, and the live band had all the lyrics up on on the back on the screen. So, you they, they would pick the song obviously, and you would sing along to it. And um, living on a prayer came on, and, and, and I just thought, I've got to dig that out again. And um, you know, Tommy used to work on the dock, and it's yeah. just, it's it's a belter. And I, I like I like John Bon Jovi as a, as a person as well. I like he's a, he's a very grounded sort of individual. 
Um, at the time this album came out, I couldn't stand it. I thought it was just, um, um, it, it was crass. I thought it was crass American hard rock. Yeah. But then as the years go by, you really do appreciate it for what it was. Just a bit like um, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. At the time you think, oh, not, not more of this American hard rock shit. Um, and then you listen to it a bit more and you think, actually, that's not bad at all. So, yeah, I put this in. I put this in the top 100. Fantastic. Cool. That's good. Uh, next one was uh, The Sound of Bread by Bread, um, as was recommended to us by Emma Twemley. Yes, that's the right. Organiser of one of our local uh, festivals, the Glastonbury Festival, which they did online this year. Yeah, yeah. On there, which is good. Um, and then on to The Boss. Um, and you had a lot to choose from here, Mark. So which which of the Bruce Springsteen albums did you choose? Yeah, so it's very easy to default to Born in the USA, but I went for Nebraska. And the reason why I went for Nebraska is because it's just, it's a warts and all album. It's um, beautifully written. He actually had this as a demo on, on a four-track recorder, and he was going to give it to the E Street Band to play and instead he just decided, no, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna release it as it is. And it's 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 a very um dark, almost it's not evil, but it's um yeah. it shows the kind of the the tough life uh that, that many live in, in this part of the world. And uh, you know, there's some great songs there. Uh, I, my favourite on the album is Johnny ninety nine. Yeah. And I think a few singles came off at Atlantic City and uh, Mansion on the Hill, but it addresses everything about the trivies of life. Mm. And for me, that would be a favourite. Did you read his biography? No, no, I haven't. Certainly worth doing it. I think you you get a sense of what life was like, you know, him trying to make it, singing with any band, when he he sort of decided that that music was going to be his thing. Um, And there was a point where, for whatever reason, he he needed to... or decided he was going to move to the West Coast. And uh, they went over, I think there was there must have been five or six of them driving over in two cars. Um, they got split up. And of course, in those days, no mobile phones. So they got separated and they they just had to keep going and driving. And I think he was only 17 or 18. He didn't have a driving license, um, <laughs> but they had to teach him how to drive so they could take turns in driving. So wow. it was all right. They, they taught him how to drive. But I think it's only once they did the first journey they realised and taught him how to stop. Kind <laughs> 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 well, the, the, the good thing about roads in Nebraska is they're very, they, they go on for miles. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. a bit like, a, I remember driving uh, through Alberta in Canada and uh, you could just, it, remind, it reminds me of a story of my uncle Martin, uh, God rest him, he passed away late last year, uh, sorry he missed, but uh, he was in uh, the 4th Tank Regiment, um, so he was a, like an engineer and he I'm sure, I'm sure he told me a story where he was in Alberta and they were both in the tank and they fell asleep <laughs> in this <laughs> tank on manoeuvres and they woke up just in time to find these two trees where they meant to just hang a left oh. <laughs> so, yeah so Brilliant. no need to no need to for the brakes there but uh, yeah. Alan, Alan I've yeah. seen you playing a few Bruce albums yeah um, I've got Nebraska um, there's a period where I bought about nine or ten of them in very short succession on CD. Um, they were little Japanese replica 
um, CDs, album repli- oh, right. replica sleeves. And Nebraska is one of them. It's, it's, it's the one that's black with red writing, yeah. isn't it, I think? And um, I, was, I actually took it out of um, uh, where it lives the other uh, few, few, uh, few months ago with the intention of playing it right. on a trip down to Wales, and I, I just didn't get around to playing it. Um, so, again, I, I've got quite a few Springsteen. Nice. I must admit, the, the album that came out last year was one of my favourites. Oh, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yes. Um, Western Stars. The Western Stars. Yeah. Uh, brilliant album. album. Yeah. And uh, there's also, to complement that, there's um, there's the songs from the movie, right. which is basically live renditions of the album tracks um, played with an orchestra. And, uh, yeah, they're both fantastic albums. Uh, I'd really recommend certainly, certainly the studio album. Uh, Western Stars. I mean, I just, I, I think when I heard Western Stars for the first time, I played it about 20 times on the trot. Oh, amazing. I just, just one of those tracks. Yeah, but yeah. We were talking about yeah, earlier, So we, we were talking about this earlier on about, you know, or, or as with some other friends earlier on about, you know, uh, musicians or singers who adjust their voice and the songs that they sing, which is very much what Springsteen has done. He's sort of, a, you know, yeah. he's dropped it down. Uh, an octave or uh, and he can access all of the notes and uh, there's just a supreme confidence and i think he actually did did sort of craft this one um very much as a as a songster in terms of the orchestra orchestral pieces that are in there and yeah. it's really crafted beautifully i've not got around yeah, to listening to it yet but it sounds like i am no, missing it's out a great album Okay. See, see Western Stars. Um, I, I saw I saw him do. A, it was a documentary on that actual album. Uh, quite quite powerful, oh, yeah, thought provoking. Yeah. It it reminds me a lot of uh, Neil Diamond's uh, album Home. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever listened yeah. to. Mm. It's it's something like that as well. It's yeah. just stripped back, just him and the guitar, mm. and um, it's almost like these guys are getting to the point in their lives where they're reflecting. You know, it's all yeah. very retrospect retrospect introspective and um you know here's where they were and this is where they are now mm. and this is what's happened in between um it's it's beautiful to listen to it's like it is it's like um as we say in ireland a shanaki like a storyteller mm-hmm. um yeah giving you giving you a piece of their life and, and what's the, going on the hairs on my neck and my arms are just you know <laughs> On end, just thinking about that. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I think it's about them also accepting that they have got older. You know, they're, they're not fighting it. They're, they're not trying to keep singing at the same speed, yeah. tempo, um, pitch as they would have done before. Yeah. But it's, it's as, as you say, it ends up being quite reflective, um, which, of course, so many of the fans have been on with them through their careers, you know, through those, in Springsteen's case, you know, talking about. 35, 40 years. Yeah. Easily, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's been prolific. I mean, he's, he's been, he's not been one to, you know, he's always had an output. He's always, you know, every, you know, he can't have gone more than two years without releasing an album. Yeah. And so there's plenty of this yeah. stuff around. And Tunnel of Love is another one I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good album. Yeah. Did you, did you know, like, before we move on, Brian May was 73 last week? Oh, wow. 73. <laughs> 
And he, he just crazy. plays like he did. Yeah, he play, He still he plays just, like he was playing live. He just looks <laughs> like he's always looked. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. just looks. Just his hair's a bit grayer. Him and his wife <laughs> are this. Him and his wife are the same people. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> I think we come into some Queen, don't we? Shortly. Yeah. Well, shortly we're on B. We've got a bit of a way to go. <laughs> We're on B. You've got to edit that one out, David. Yeah. Q's a long way down the alphabet. <laughs> well, look, we're, we're oh. talking septuagenarians. Now we're going on to octogenarians, <laughs> going on to the Buena Vista Social Club. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I chose this. I know this is a bit of a... Uh, it's, it's a bit left field. Um, I, I had the, the absolute joy of, of going to Cuba um, three years ago. Uh, but before I did go, um, I got a hold of this album, uh, the Buena Vista Social Club. And if if I if I'm feeling a bit crap, uh, I I stick this one on, and it's another one I'd like to get on vinyl. I just think it's it's um, it's it's beautiful, and it's these like these guys in their eighties uh, getting together and um, to revive like pre-revolutionary Cuba Cuban music. Uh-huh. And what can you say about it? Hold I'm not can, sure if it's actually pa- your good self. Can, can, I, yeah, can I just pause you? I mean, you know where this came, how this came about. Is the, yeah. Tell me more. Um, Rai Kuda um, yeah. got together with, I want to say Vin Vendors. I'll always edit it out and adjust it. Um, and there was a project that Rai Kuda said really fascinated to go back to Cuba because what he heard was. You have some of these old boys who date back to pre-revolution days who are still making a life playing music of old very much in in the style of of the time no even before castro came to power and they went on went and went with vin vendors and they went to cuba and they toured they visited lots of different places and they ended up at at the buena vista social club in the end that was the, the place they ended which then became a platform for for the band um, it gave them um, that that profile with the film. They released the soundtrack, and so you, you can see all of I mean, it's certainly worth digging out the the, the uh, DVD if you can. And, like there's different yeah. ones. There's there's different players in there, and we saw them playing down in Plymouth 15 years ago. I'm going to say, and there oh, was there was still um, there's still a couple of the old boys in the band. And look, 12 piece band, you can still bring in more people and, and keep the essence of it going. But just to see someone who was still connected with it was, was wonderful. Yeah. And it's always left me with a sort of hankering of like, oh, could I get to Cuba? Can I get out there and see yeah. what it's like and, yeah. and maybe catch up with these bands? That's yeah, nice. you know, God, God willing, um, you know, things will return to some kind of normality. But I can't recommend Cuba enough. I mean, I've been to Cuba and Vietnam, two of my favourite countries, Right. Uh, Cuba, yeah, Cuba, absolutely. The people are wonderful, so so friendly, and you have this juxtaposition where you have uh, the old Chevys and Buicks from the fifties, and then of course after the fifty nine revolution, the Americans cut off all ties. But then you've got all these ladders from the sixties and seventies. Uh, oh. so, so you have it's almost like the meeting of the Cold War, the, the superpowers, and uh, and and the cars that they drive around. And oh, then yeah. essentially, the shell of the car is the same as it was when when they had it in the fifties, and they just replaced and tinker with the engines. Some of the greatest engineers and medics are from Cuba. Um, it's uh, 
it's a very very different setup and i just hope that it it stays like that and there isn't too much well trump trump's helping that he's, he's basically rolled back what obama achieved and um i was actually there the year that obama announced um the you know the thawing of relations with with cuba Mm. And I was I was with a guy at the time in a place called Hogging, which is in, is in the northeast coast, and he was almost in tears when he heard the news uh, about Obama saying that they're mm. going to start opening up up things to to uh, Cuba and America. Well, here's a well, before we move off, just to make a recommendation, if you haven't watched the documentary on Netflix, Cuba and the Cameraman. Ah, okay. So it's this. Um, Took a wee note of that. Yeah, absolutely. Here's my pen. Uh, so it's this guy who who used to go there in the uh, in the seventies, and it shows him going back on two more occasions. But I think on the first one, when he was flying out there, I think that Castro was on the same flight as him. <laughs> and what he does is he keeps going back to the same people that he met out there, to the farms, uh, and he sort the the farms in back in early seventies, and he sees them a little bit later, and then he sees them just a couple of years ago, and you're seeing what's happened to the people in there, and he gets to ask them, you know. How are things since we last spoke, kind of thing, and you get to see very much sort of Cuba through the locals' eyes, and it's, it's all captured by this um, by this cameraman. Cool. I was I was hoping actually to get a, a flight from Holguin to Havana uh, on on oh. one of the days uh, that I was there, and I thought, no, it's way way, it's too much uh, to and fro on for the sake of two days. And a couple of months after, it, 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 actually, the flight was cancelled. Just, just cancelled. There was no reason for it. There were no thunderstorms and all like that there. And um, a couple of months later, that actual flight crashed the whole game to Havana. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think it was about yeah. We're talking three, three, four years ago. I have to look it up. But that actual flight um, crashed en route. And so there you go. But there for the grace of God. Okay. I'll tell you what. Um... We're going to take a pause there. Yeah. Um, so when we come back, we will pick up and uh, we'll just be moving into the seas. And I think we might try and work out a way how we can do this perhaps a, a little bit faster. Otherwise, we could have a five-hour marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm drinking some of your local produce from uh, Somerset here. Oh, that off that oh yeah. nice. Excellent. Oh, That'll help. I'll so, go to the cider farm more. <laughs> Yeah, the actual well, site where they make it. Well, I do have a story about that as well. Going to a pig farm down in the southwest and uh, sampling the scrumpy. Yeah, it's it's another story where my uncle Martin was involved and my mum and dad. <laughs> good, good crack. Right, the pig, the pig story <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Catch we'll you on the side of the break. Bye, guys. Okay. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye, guys. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, going to crack on now with the C's. Uh, so, first one we have on there, Mark, is Carol King. Carol King Tapestry, what can you say? Um, this was, uh, I, I spoke about it earlier, the first uh, female solo artist album I, I ever bought. And uh, I love it. Uh, there are no other ways about it. I think it's one of the finest albums ever uh, written. And um, you've got so many great tracks on there as well. Uh, I think it came out in the early 70s, 71. 
you've got songs like I Feel the Earth Move, So Far Away, um, Beautiful, You've Got a Friend. I think she wrote that with, did she write that with James Taylor? Um, um, no, I think she wrote that on her own. She wrote uh, it on her own. And or yeah. with, um, oh, sorry. Um, it was her other half, wasn't it? Ah, right, okay. Whoever that was. Whose name escapes me currently. Yeah. So, King and... King and... Uh, That's right, we'll fill that one in later. Yeah. I think it's I think it's one of those one of those albums, you know, it's up with uh, like Joni Mitchell Blue. Absolutely. Uh all these great great artists came out and they wrote I can only describe it as heavenly when you listen to Goffin, it. wasn't it? Oh David. Yes. Goffin. Oh James Goffin. Taylor James Taylor did a cover of it. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, yeah James he, Taylor he wrote yeah. for him, I think. Yeah. Right. Freddie Mercury had a Freddie Mercury had a play at his funeral, God rest him. Ah. Yeah, oh, you've got a choice. friend. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's all I can say about that. And, and it's it's a it's one that I have on vinyl as well. And uh, I never I never tire of listening to. Yeah. My um, my wife and daughter were lucky enough to see see her in concert a few years ago in Hyde Park. Wow. And they say it was one of the best days of their life. Wow. Just listen to her live. Because it literally is just her and a piano. Mm. In a lot of the cases, yeah, and um, you know the notes she can carry, and, and she's and she's so she's so nice with it. You know, there's no airs and graces with Carol King. Um, she, she's pretty much you know, like Van Morrison. She goes on yeah. and sings the songs. Yeah, you know, there's no chit chat. <laughs> it's just yeah. That's yeah. What they, they do what they do. They just yeah. But she's not she's not a grumpy bugger from Belfast. <sighs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Worst concert ever. But to do that, to, oh, be, to, he's like, he's, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> to be able to do that and command an audience that size without the chat and for your relatives to come back and say, what an amazing gig, you know, it's, yeah. it takes a special talent, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and in that, you know, these are actually very special songs. Mm. They're very clever. Um, and um, to, to be to write as many songs as she has written and songs you never thought, oh, well, that wasn't a Carol King song, was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brilliant artist. Yeah, definitely worthy of the Fantastic top song Yeah. I'll tell you what I was quite surprised is um, when we were looking for recommendations for, for your list, Mark, um, you know, we had a vote and a lot of people sent in their ideas and thoughts and recommendations. And you know, for me, I would have thought, okay, oh, Joni Mitchell and Carol King. Joni Mitchell, she was the first one. She's mm. the one who's catch all the votes. Carol King won that vote, the popular vote. Mm. It says it all. Yeah. It says, and so many artists have been influenced by her as well. You know, you, you listen to Adele, who's, who's a, a, a massive talent in her own right. Um, mm. And you, you listen to Adele, you listen to Carol King. It's you can you can you can feel the influence from that, can't you? Yeah. I can't anyway. Very true. Very yeah. true. Uh, sorry, that's one artist I just cannot stand. <laughs> Adele or Carol King? Uh, uh, Adele. Yeah, no, Adele. I'm the same. She's done it for me. I hasten to add, I don't have any of her albums. I don't know what either. <laughs> um, I did I did Kurt her briefly, who who did have Adele twenty one and Adele eighteen, I think it was. Like 19, 19 or whatever it was. I think, yeah. Yeah, 
She had them in her car, and I just thought, this isn't going to last. <laughs> no, absolutely. I am not, uh, not fickle. <laughs> yeah, a few a few years ago when she brings out a Dell 77 <laughs> yeah no no it's going to happen as well we well, hopefully, hopefully we'll all be pushing up she's the days still going. Comes out. yeah yeah she's still rolling out she's <laughs> be like the Cliff, the Cliff Richard she'll be like the Christmas Cliff Richard number one <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this Christmas podcast Christmas number one. no I hope not I hope not I Adele we didn't we didn't really mean it. Yeah, sorry, Adele. Disclaimer. Yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you who might be listening, right? Uh, as he segues into the next one, Chris DeBerg. Yes. You reckon he's listening? Oh, I, I was sure I was only talking to him last, last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to be quiet here as well, because he's a bit like my Adele, really. But... Oh, is he? Well, you need to convince uh, me. I've never been a fan. Why should I be a fan? I... I, I will absolutely convince you now. Before I lost all the um, <clears throat> my three and a half hours of um, Excel <laughs> efforts, uh, I had written about this particular album, Spanish Train. It's um, you know, take t- take away the whole Lady in Red stuff. Uh, this came out in nineteen seventy five, and it was pretty controversial to say the least. On the on the back side of the album. You have it's almost like uh, an you know Adam and God in the Sistine Chapel, you know, where they're touching fingers, mm. um, <clears> or <throat> God's giving life to him or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's there's a, a picture on the on the back of the album of uh, our our Lord, a statue of our Lord, and he's holding the Spanish Train album, and uh, wow. the bird is, is is lying is lying there in front of him, uh, reaching out for him and reaching out for the album. Okay. Uh, almost trying to trying to emulate the the Adam and God yeah. scene. But this didn't go down as you can imagine in um, in Ireland in nineteen seventy five. No. When you know when you think about uh, divorce and, uh, and abortion of only uh, and same sex marriage uh, that have been, been pulled into the twenty first century thanks to the European Union largely. But uh, th- this album is it's a classic for me. And I wouldn't tire, and I remember writing this down, I wouldn't tire of just playing the A-side over and over and over again. Um, Spanish Train, the title song, is a belter. I think it's a cult classic. Okay. Um, it's it's all about the devil and God playing cards for people's lives oh. after a train crash, yeah. And uh, one of, one of the, the lines that sticks out for me uh, was, but the devil just grinned and said, I may have sinned, but there's no need to push me around. It's just, it's it's verging on. It's kind of life of Brian right. territory. It's it's verging on blasphemous, and you wouldn't think you, but you know, butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. Well, <laughs> this, this is a this is a great album, and I'd, I'd I'd recommend you have a wee listen to it. Okay, I'll, I'll try it. I can't get yeah. beyond Lady in is Red, hidden, unfortunately. Yeah, is there a hidden message in Lady in Red? <laughs> uh, absolutely, with me. Yeah, absolutely bugger all. <laughs> it's, it's cringeworthy. Disappointed there. I thought you were, I was onto something. Yeah, uh, it's 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 basically got the, you know, that feeling when you somebody puts a metal down a blackboard. Oh. Yeah, it's up yeah. there. It's up there with Johnny Logan and. Um, What's another year? You know, the umpteenth year of <laughs> Riverdance. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, but I'll listen to Spanish Train. I will try it. Do, yeah. do. 
I mean, there's there's another song on it uh, called Patricia the Stripper, which oh. is you know it's like Ron Seal does exactly what it says on the oh, tin. Uh, not great, is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's uh, Lonely Nights. They'll recognise that tune as well. So yeah, some 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 of them you'll you'll say, oh, I didn't know he did that. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So yeah. Next one. Christy Moore. Yeah. All right. This. This guy is a legend for me. Uh, I said it in the first uh, yeah. the first podcast. Yeah, seen him over thirty times. This particular album, I think, is his um, "Pièce de la Résistance." It's um, it's right on itself. The song, and David will know this, having worked in Dublin and Belfast. It's yeah. um, it's anthemic. Yeah. If if we didn't have Aranda Vien as the national anthem, we'd have <laughs> "Right On." Everybody knows it. If you're a pub and you're you're all drunk, um, somebody starts singing "Right On." And um, it's it's once again it's a politically potent in, in, in some um right. songs. You've got City of Chicago, it's all about the uh the Irish famine and immigration to America. Viva la Quinta Brigada is, is about the Spanish Civil War. And then you've got El Salvador back home in Derry, which was actually written by Bobby Sands. Um, as was another track on it called Michael Hatton. Um and then you've got this kind of sing along called Listoon Varna. It's it's one of his life life favorites, uh, but my my favorite is it's a song, it's it's taken from a, a W. B. Yeats poem, uh, the songs of Wandering Angus, and he, he basically puts music to the words, and it's absolutely beautiful. So this this is an album that easily easily got into the I'd say the top twenty, never never mind the top one hundred. I think I might have this album. Yeah. In my late brother's collection. <laughs> going through it a few months ago, he's got loads of. Um, he's got Christy Moore. He's got Planksty. Is he connected? Yeah. Do, are they one and the same thing? Or? No. Well, Planksty are actually on this list. Uh, Coming up later. Nothing to do with Christy Moore. Yeah, Christy started out with Planksty, and then ah, went right. solo. Ah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, there must be about between Planksty and Christy Moore. There must be ten albums, and I'm yeah. sure if you, if this was one of your favourite, I'm sure it would have been one of his. Yeah. So uh, I need to go through the boxes again. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I've got must have, I don't know, 400 albums of Paul's. Wow. Wow. God rest them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and so how hard is it to choose one of his albums then, Mark? So I guess that was a bit of a challenge in itself, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a big challenge. I, I just think that this is probably the most iconic. It's a bit like Queen and Night at the Opera, right. um, mm. and you know a lot of it, uh, he does have compilation albums, and uh, he does have some that are a bit off the wall, a bit um, a techno techno almost. But this is it's the guitar, yeah. it's the boron, it's just yeah. back to basics, and it came out in the early eighties. And this particular album, you just can't fold a song on it. You really can't, and it's it. Out of this, uh, my 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 love for Christie was born. Fantastic. This particular album. Good stuff. That's good. And then a real change of gear now. <laughs> yeah. The, the Clash, London Calling. Yeah. I I was I was yeah I, I was a, a late a late comer to uh, Clash, uh, but I'm not a punk fan, but there's something. There's something quite um, addictive about this album, so I wouldn't listen to it over and over. Oh. 
but uh, once again, it's pretty iconic. London Calling itself is a belter. Mm. Um, I like I like Jimmy Jazz as well. Uh, Ronga and Boyle as well. We go. Guns of Brixton. Yeah, just need to come over a bit, Alan, towards your face. Perfect. What's Alan showing us here? Look at that. Yeah, superb. Yeah, so we're we're seeing what, the London iconic calling. cover. Yeah. What do you guys think of that one? Oh, brilliant album! A fantastic album. Yeah, I've, I've got the I've got yeah. the single. I mean, there's a few Clash songs that really caught me at the time. I wasn't really big into into punk or new wave, but certainly when when Clash are on, um, and they had a whole string of records that they brought out, didn't they? And they were they were, they're all catchy whilst being rebellious. Um, yeah, achieved a lot. So. Alan, you and I are, are the same age, so were you into you were you into it very much? Yeah, I love the clan. I think um, like Bank Robber, uh, I love that. Um, certainly remember buying like the first album. I don't probably didn't buy it in '77 when it came out. Probably had to be a bit choosy then about what you bought, yeah. mainly because you were limited by funds. Um, but yeah, great great first album um, and, then, and then the second album had Tommy Gunn on it yeah. I think this is probably their th- is this their third I think it was um, this is their third yeah. yeah this is their third album I'm cheating a bit because I've got Wiki up no, good for you. Um, yeah, good. Well, yeah. You do, I've got the album in front of me. I, th- I, th- I think the, co- the cover is amazing. The cover well, is... photograph is iconic photograph. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that... which is the taken from, the, obviously, Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah, the Elvis it's... Presley. Um, I didn't, I didn't know that. The exact good. same colour, you know, like the green, sorry, the pink yeah. and the green. Um, so if you... If you um, Look for an Elvis Presley album, you'll see the exact same sort of thing. But he's holding mm. a guitar, not 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 you know leaning down. But yeah, <laughs> this was a limited edition, one in pink. God. And um, I got a nice another one. Oh, it's green. Yeah, and then another one in green. In green. Yeah, I got a nice green combat rock recently as well, which was the follow-up album to this one, wasn't it? Yeah, I have actually probably my favourite Clash album is Combat Rock. Mm. I got that. Mm. I got that as well. Um, but yeah, yeah Rock the Casbah, yeah. Straight to Hell. And, yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd have to say Combat Rock is my favourite Clash album. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Strummer's done some great stuff on his own as well. Yeah. And also a band called them, is it the Mescalinos or something like that? But um, what I haven't got yet is his, um, I think it was now, maybe last year or the year before, he brought out, um, they brought out about four or five LP set with a load of um, of his stuff on, um, stuff that hadn't been released before. Uh, So I, I must get that. Joe Strummer. 001, I think it's called. Okay. You can probably pick up the CD now very cheaply, but I'm, I'm hanging out. The, um, the album is still quite a bit, quite pricey. Okay. Oh, <coughs> yeah, great band. Isn't it bizarre that, you know, it's, it's gone, gone full circle. You pay 20, 25 quid now for a vinyl, 
yeah. you know, there's there's us getting the delivery of a limited edition game album and they're selling for two hundred quid. Right. Um, it's yeah. just absolutely crazy. Um, you know, supply and demand. That's a lot to answer for, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Basic ca- capital economics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the next song, uh, or so the next album, um, this this was a real toss up between parachutes and, and a rush of blood to the head. I went yeah. for the latter because um, I, I just thought this was uh, this album came out just a, uh, after the nine eleven, um, well horror uh, yeah. that, we, that we all witnessed, and I, I just think for the time there's a great song on it called Politic. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, 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 if you listen to the, the lyrics, and uh, it's it's basically all about the state of the world after two thousand and one and what happened in, in September in, in New York and, and Washington. Um, I would say this this for me is my favorite because it's just got songs like um, "God Put a Smile," "The Scientist in My Place," yeah. and "Clocks." And, and if you listen to "Clocks" carefully, see the opening couple of bars to that. I think they nicked. Bronski beats small town boy. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I, I just when I first heard clocks, I thought that sounds like Bronski beats small town boy. Oh, yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can kind of hear it now in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm starting to Yeah, yeah. If singing it, pitch perfect. If there's a lawsuit soon, then you heard it here first. <laughs> then. Yeah. Excellent. And the scientist is one of my. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the video to the scientist, but it's one of my favourite videos ever. It's a yeah. great. It's a great song, but the video is so poignant. Um, it's a car crash all in reverse. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yes. it's such a powerful video. Well worth a watch. Do you know what it's like? We we have well in in, in Northern Ireland they have very powerful um, anti drink driving uh, adverts usually on around on or around Christmas and they are brutal they're absolutely brutal yeah uh, that that actual um, video of the scientist reminds me of the one of the DOE adverts for Ooh. don't drink and drive right uh, if, if you if you feel morbid enough in a, a morbid mood uh, just YouTube <laughs> DOE Northern Ireland okay adverts yeah, yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're catastrophic. They really are. Yeah, um, okay. It makes you think twice. But yeah, so so the, ne- the next album is uh, Cranberries. Yeah. Everybody else is doing it, so why, so why can't we? Uh, God rest her, Dolores is no longer with no, us. No, uh, bless her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is probably their best album. Others would argue, saying that the, the one after this was better. Now, there's but no need to like, argue, Mark. <laughs> yeah, there's no need to argue. Very good. Nicely done. Thanks. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I just think as a, I think it was their debut album, and pretty powerful for a debut album. Yeah. And uh, you know they, they they came in thunderously with this, and you've got great songs like Dreams and and my favourite is Linger. Linger, um, yeah, what a oh, tune. Yeah. Fantastic. Just reminds me of smooching uh, on a dance floor in Dundee. Yeah. With some when you're with some poor, poor with some poor lass. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think those are the only two singles that came off on album. 
Oh, really? They didn't have to do anything. Yeah, because I think those two singles, they were so big. And I think they made it big in the States, but um, they didn't take anything else from that. Oh, quite surprising, really. Are you showing us something there? Yeah, I was just trying to show you the collage, just going back a couple. Oh, right. Oh, with the Elvis this album. With the Elvis Presley cover. Yeah. It doesn't work so well for radio, of course. <laughs> it's easy to forget we're doing that. Just as well as we're on radio, right? Good, um, yeah. good reminder. Radio though. land. <laughs> right. So, so, so the next album, I would say, easily reaches my top five. Um, oh. Would that be? Is that is that Crowded House Woodface? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I I would say that the Crowded House are probably one of the most underrated bands uh, of the last 30, <laughs> nice 34, 40 years. Yeah, and before this album came out, they had a, another album called uh, The Temple of Low Men. Yes. And you had songs like Better Be Home Soon, When You Come Into Temptation. Uh, and uh, I mean, those in themselves were fantastic. And then they came out with Woodface. And for me, this... The, the harmonies on it are very Beatles, oh, uh, absolutely. Emily Brothers. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you've got Tim and and uh, Neil Finn at, at their best, and then you've got this kind of psychedelic feel with "Weather with You" and uh, Four Seasons mm-hmm. in One Day," and it takes you kind of strangely to a, a happier time. I always think of a, a much happier time with this album. It's very upbeat, isn't it? But, yeah, but yeah, but the lyrics, however. There's an element of almost like truculence in places, and there's a lot of tongue in cheek, you know, with chocolate cake, there goes God, Italian plastic. I think it's an all round belter of an album, yeah. and it also reminds me of a certain individual that I mentioned in the first podcast. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. So, if she's ever listening to this, she'll know. <laughs> yeah, I've not played, I've not played this album for a long time. I need to revisit it. Alan's showing the album, so you could. Do you, so is this one that you've played or not played? Well, I do play, yeah. Definitely played this. It's um, it's not a duff track on it. No. It's, Completely it's, agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a duff track on it. Um, I think there are other albums have been... Okay, there's maybe one or two good songs. Um, on other, others I've found difficult to, to listen to. Um, but this... It is, yes, yeah, it's not a duff track on it, and um, and it's a, you know starts off with chocolate cake. Oh yeah, and you straight yeah. into it then, straight into <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, really like Brilliant. that album. Alan, were you into? Well, well, sorry, uh, Alan, were you into Split Ends? Yeah, I've got. Um, remember the um, I got you. I think that was one of yeah. the uh, singles. Um, I think I've got a couple of, I might even have a couple of albums of those. Yeah. I'm trying to think now. I've got I'm a few. Yeah. Remember when no. Six Months in a Leaky Boat came out? I couldn't stop playing. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that now. So but I, no. Uh, to pick up what you were saying, you know, it's, uh, you've got quite a cheery tune, but the story that it's telling isn't so cheery. So it's, no, uh, that's right. It's, uh, so I don't know if that's a, a gift or, a, or or if it's just yeah. art to be able to do that. And you're cheering along and you're something. Okay, hold on, this isn't right. Yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you've yeah, got I four was, seasons. Sorry, sorry, man. So I was thinking about that. 
I was listening to uh, Elvis Costello last night and uh, um, uh, Armed Forces. Right. And uh, I was saying, you know, so many people are merrily singing away to Oliver's Army. Oh, yeah. Not really knowing, <laughs> you know, what the background to that was. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's typically one of those. You know, it's a nice yeah. melody. Oliver's Army. Yeah. So is Oliver's Army, uh, I mean, forgive my ignorance, is it about South Africa or is it about uh, Nazism or? No, it's, it's, it, you know, it's Oliver Cromwell. Oliver and, Cromwell, know, the, of course. Yeah, the, right. Basically, um, it's, it's, this, it's about Belfast. Right, okay. The fact that Oliver's army are on their way. What, basically, what they're saying is the British army, you know, they were the oh, Oliver's army was right. formed by, you know, Oliver Cromwell, which yep. is the, you know, you know, the forerunners of the British regiment. Yes. So, that's so what, I, yeah, yeah. So it's about um, the army being in Belfast. Um, Oliver's army's here to right. stay. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 and they were for many years. Yeah. 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 But you yeah, think I, it's a cheerful song. Oliver's Army. Yeah, there's just, so many like that, isn't there? Yeah, so... One, one, one of my favourites. Clever, cleverly written. Very cleverly written. I think, you know, like, go back to the, the Crowded House one, Four Seasons in One Day. Um, you know, f f smiling. The, 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 the line, and it's not because it says shit, or, you know, it says, it's got a, a mild swear word in it, but smiling as the shit comes down, you can tell a man from what he has to say. Mm. Um, and you know you've got this. It, it's it's a beautiful kind of lilty song, but the words are just so powerful. They really are. Yeah. And, and it is a talent, as you said, David. It's a real talent to put um, a, a very catchy melody and have quite stern lyrics behind it mm. to deliver a message. It's very very clever, and I think Crowded House. And Elvis Costello would do it magnificently. Brilliant. No, no, a great album. And a great cover as well. Yeah. If yeah. only this was, um, if only this wasn't radio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a YouTube version. Yeah. I saw them playing. I saw them playing once in, Plym I think it was at Plymouth Pavilions. And am I right in remembering that the drummer used to stand on his hands? I, I seem to remember the drummer doing handstands behind his drum kit. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, that top trumps that top trumps death leopards <laughs> yeah it does unless that's just my brain like over the years being a bit addled but I must look it up I'm sure he was I a bit of a gymnast if, if you had me here all night I could not come up with a band name where the drummer stood on his head no I couldn't <laughs> so, so I think it was Crowded House I think it was and who said I'll death leopard of any drummer yeah. who can't do that <laughs> yeah yeah the death leopard that that must have been a good night, Darren. Yeah, I think you might be right. I'm, I'm going to check later, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had my best days. Yeah. I, I, I did Where see did them in Belfast. Oh, that was at Plymouth Pavilions. Was it the Baron Knights or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely Crowded House. <laughs> and they had, um, oh, I hope the support band were really good. They were called um, Matthew. <coughs> Matthew, what was it? Yeah, Matthew. What are they call, yeah, they had a Matthew in the name, but they were a, a very short-lived band, but they were really good. Um, 
It will come to me in a minute. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew. It may not be. I think it was Matthew. I shouldn't have said anything then, should I? Because now we're going to be racking our brains for ages. Well, no, you're going to rack yours. Yeah, I will. So, so then. I'm going to look it up. You carry on, I'm looking it up. Well, one would suggest, why why don't we draw it to a close? um, Because we've got an hour and a half in the bag there. So, I I think that's a good point for us to to pause and we will resume. in the near future, where we carry on, um, we're 29 songs in or albums in. Oh, one second, David. Matthew oh. Sweet. There's a band called Matthew yeah. Sweet that was supporting. Yeah, definitely heard of him. Yeah, yeah. He was famous for standing up on his head, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't Crowded House, it was Matthew Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David, back to you. <laughs> as, as, uh, as Roy Walker used to say, you're close, but you're not right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll work out a time when we get back together. Um, I want to yeah. thank everyone for for today. It's been great fun. Yeah, thank you. It's been really good. Yeah, good, good laugh. It's been brilliant, and I, I can't say enough, lads. I, I how grateful I am of, of you putting it all together. I know I do sound like a a broken record. See what I did there. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> But it's it's been fantastic. It's uh, I, I know we've only got to the letter D, but if we <laughs> yeah. if we have to split this into three sessions, yeah, so be it. It'll yeah, be three well spent Saturdays. Absolutely, definitely. No, you're Absolutely. more than welcome. We're loving it too. Okay, good stuff, guys. Good to see you, Alan. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, see you. Uh, see you next time. Absolutely. Well, see you. See, well, I will see you. Um, it's Radio Land. <laughs> Take care, chaps. <laughs> All the best, guys. Cheers. Cheers.